What's up? I'm Baby Fisher, and you are listening to the Rock Solid Podcast. And this is the end. No one lives past 23. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your New Year's Day bonus episode. Joining me in the Zoom room for his second appearance, this time to promote his new single, This Is The End, on Atlantic Records. Please welcome Sam Fisher, also known as Baby Fisher. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I am good. Now, let me ask you this first. The new single comes out. This is the end. And it's credited as Baby Fisher. Is this a stage name? Is this like P. Diddy? Uh, Is this how you want to do it now? Uh, It is a stage name. It's just my artist name. It comes from when I was 13. My closest friend was this 18-year-old kid. And all of his friends were much older than me. And they would just, I was the baby of the group. So they'd call me Baby Fisher. So kind of stuck. I love it. And uh, it's the artist name. Okay. And you're not worried about when you're in your fifties, you know, like new kids on the block didn't think that they would be 50 and be called kids. You're okay with being baby Fisher till you mature. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hit that problem when it comes, you know, I'll, let's let's hope you, let's hope you have that problem. I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, so let me ask you this signing with Atlantic records. That's, that's, that's a huge deal. That is a ridiculous, uh, achievement in this three years since we spoke last, you were 14 when you were here last. Now you're 17. How did this happen? Tell me the trajectory to get to you're in, you're in the building at Atlantic records and I assume you're signing a contract. I uh, I met my manager. His name's Gary. He's the greatest. I met him and my life changed. He got me meeting with labels. And all of a sudden, all these labels had an interest in me. And I got a bunch of record deals. And I got a bunch of offers. And uh, I was going to sign to this other company. And Atlantic called me and said, we're going to fly to New York. So I said, word up. Let's do it. So I, I went to New York. And I fell in love with the people I just, they felt like people that would lift me up when I was on and when I was off at the same time. They felt like they'd gas me up when the flame was off. And I love that. And uh, I just, I felt, I felt like home. So I chose Atlantic and it's the greatest decision I could have made. I'm loving it. And now Gary, let's backtrack. I got to backtrack a little bit and get more details from you. Where do you meet Gary? Where does Gary see you? Are you out playing? Are you doing gigs? And Gary sees you. Tell me where. I actually, I I met Gary through a family friend. He was one of my parents' friends, uh, old friends, and they they sent him my song and he fell in love with it. And I started talking to him and eventually it just became, just happened. It just happened. It's good to have, uh, it's good to have parents who work in the industry. It's definitely a help. It doesn't, 
and it it doesn't automatically mean anything because you have to have the talent and you have to have the creativity to back up everything. But it is nice to have someone that can introduce you to connections. I got very lucky with my parents just because they work in the TV and entertainment industry and I work in the music industry. So it's not the same thing, but it's close enough where sure. I don't know. They they work with words for a living and so do I. So it's nice, you know. Now let's let people know. On TikTok, at Baby Fisher, you've got 321,000 followers. And on Instagram, you're at Baby Fisher Hates You. And <laughs> I'm rounding up just a tiny bit. You have 17,000 followers there. That is wildly impressive. I appreciate that. So the first single. I first bought it because that's how I... I'm old school. So I go to Amazon and iTunes and I pay $1.29. Uh, I assume you're getting a little bit of that money. Uh, not yet, but hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully right. soon. Come in. How did you like it? What did you think of the song? Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I've known you since you were single digits. So since I was in kindergarten, right. you used to bring me little superhero toys when I was obsessed with them. <laughs> Close family friend. That is correct. So, when I when I read and listen to dark lyrics, um, I'm initially concerned. Is this are these lyrics coming from Baby Fisher, or are you in are you a character in this song, and you're writing from a character's point of view? There's there's no difference between Baby Fisher and Sam Fisher. Okay. There is, there's no uh, alter ego here. It's right. just but the person in the song is you know sometimes people can step out of themselves and write about something that isn't their experience. Is yeah. this your experience or is this a character's experience? And I don't mean baby Fisher. I just mean like if you were writing a, a novel and you would write different yeah. characters. Okay. I, I get what you mean. It's partially my experience. It is. The song is mainly about uh, the friends I had at the time. I wrote it when I was 14. So it's quite old. Okay. But it was about, the people around me and the stuff I was getting into and the friends that I was close with and about how all my friends were older than me. And I kind of felt like they were bums a little bit. All right. So this is the end. I feel like a 17 year old should be embracing life. And it sounds, I can see you, I can hear you and you are doing that. But the person in this song, it's a dark song. It's dark lyrically. And I was kind of shocked as a first single that this is what, what would be put out there? Because, I mean, hopefully all the music that you make isn't going to be uh, some doom and gloom stuff. I'm sure it's not, not going to be. Definitely not. But this one, uh, it was it was more important for me. I needed to get it out there. It's, okay. it's now I make much different songs, like wildly different songs. Uh, I think, I think not necessarily better, just different. I make, I'll play you some stuff too. Okay. I make, entirely different songs now and uh it i just i needed to get it out there for myself you know it was the first song i ever recorded i felt like it's a massive part of me i just i had to get the song out you know okay i get that and you know what let's hear i'm gonna i'm gonna play i'm gonna play a little bit of it so the listeners can hear it and this it'll be our play out song at the end too but i just want to get into this let's hear about 30 seconds of it here we go let's do it and this is the end No one lives past 23 And 
in the childhood bedroom where you slept Will be the bedroom where you're smoking weed In your favorite store Turns to a coffee shop when you're 16 And all the toys that you buy Haven't been touched Since before you were a teen And I can't stand Staying up late again Getting high with my friends All right, had to fade it down there. Um, I mean, it's 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 a, it's it's cool, but it's dark. I'm not gonna lie, it's dark. It's so, gloomy. It's, it's very, gloomy. It's very gloomy. Angst. Very teen angst. It's gloomy, and uh, I'm hoping that you uh, feel like you will live past 23, my friend. 100. All right, good. I just good. I like the way it sounded, but it's gloomy. It's very teen angst. I wrote it when I was 14. Like it's it's pretty old. So let's talk about the uh, the recording of the song. Who's the producer on this? Uh, Eric Emery and Joel Ferber. Mainly and who Joel, are th- I'd say. And are these two guys that are Atlantic in-house producers, or are these guys you know? I actually recorded the song before Atlantic. I recorded it when I was 15. I think my voice has gotten much better since. But uh, so it's, it's a really old recording. And... Uh, it was half produced back when I was 15 and half produced a few months back. And how many instruments on this song are you playing? Obviously guitar. That's a good question. I, I don't know, to be honest, I recorded it so long ago. Like I I've had 150 studio sessions since then. And I'm, I'm trying to remember, but I honestly don't know. (laughs) That's okay. Um, What else did I want to ask you? So What's the plan with Atlantic? Are we going to release, is there a full album or are we going to release a single every couple of months? How's it work right now? Because when I was a kid, it was wildly different. You know, everyone recorded albums and they dropped an album and then they toured with the album. How does it work now? Catch me up as as an older gentleman. You know, to be honest, I don't know a lot about how it works. I'm still very fresh to the Mm -hmm. industry. But from my understanding, what we're going to do is do one single every four to six weeks. I would like to do it every four weeks, but I don't know how much power I have in that. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to eventually build up to an EP and then an album and then okay. one. Okay. So what's the next single? Do you know what it's going to be yet? It's called Sick of This. It's a great song. I'll play it for you later if you want. And you're going to play it live or do you have a, are you going to play it? How are you going to do it? Live, happy, happy to send in the, the recording, whatever you want. Well, you can send in the recording and I can insert it, or you can pick up your guitar right now and let me hear a little bit of it. I'll play it right now. All right, cool. Right now. Look so at it. I'm sick of this. Do you want me to play the whole thing? Sure. And let me ask you, how many guitars you got right now? Probably about eight, I would say. Maybe. Did you get, a, did you get a new guitar for Christmas? I did not. I, uh, I, I keep telling myself I'm not going to buy another guitar and then I keep buying another guitar. But uh, I don't know. This is my baby. This is my 
1968 Yamaha Red Label. Love this guitar. It's my uh, studio acoustic. And then I have a studio electric. I, I mainly play this in a, a Frankenstein Telecaster. All right. I've got, like, I've got a beautiful Gibson Explorer, and I've got another Tele and a Les Paul and a few other things. All right. So the song is Sick of This. Sick and of this. Here goes. This is Baby Fisher. Here we go. Talking to some lonesome girl until the party ends Saying drinking isn't cool, but we both know it is I'm getting sick of this Skipping class, cause it was fun We took off running directly towards the sun I said don't you lie to me, but you lied through your teeth now my knees are getting weak I hope by 21 I'll know it all Never be afraid that I would fall down At 22 miss my hometown Jump in the ocean I scared that I'd drown I'm getting sick of this now I miss the bonfires on weekends Got punched in the face for kissing someone's girlfriend Too much time we're acting like high school never ends And now I'm wasting my breath Remember all the time that we spent Sitting in a shitbox car parking lots 4 a.m. Lying to my parents when they asked me where I am We're too good for our own heads I hope by 21 I'll know it all Never be afraid that I would fall down At 22 miss my hometown Jump in the ocean not scared that I'd drown sick of this now I'm getting sick of it Bottle runs and drinking gin Called me in a crying fit Are you bound to forget? I'm getting sick of it Bottle runs and drinking gin I'm too tired of this I'm getting sick of this now I'm getting sick of this now I'm getting sick of this now Thank you. All right, Sam, that's a first listen for me. Obviously, I've never heard that song before. I would tell you, I think that's a better song than the song that's out now, which is good because you, you want every song to be better. I think your guitar playing is better than it was three years ago, and yeah. your vocals sound terrific. Thank so you. Bravo. I, you were right. I appreciate it. I think that I've improved quite a lot since I was 14, and uh, it's the goal. Keep getting better and better, you know? 
Yeah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now, let me ask you this. You're a senior this year. Yeah, technically. How difficult? Are you still going to school or are you doing it from home? I'm doing very, very bullshit online school. It's about 15 minutes a day. So you're not going in at all? No, I work too much. I was going to say, I don't know how you would do it and do a music career, but you do want to, you want to get your diploma just so. I'm getting my diploma. You have it. I'll get my diploma, but I'm very, very little in school, I would say. Because your outside interests have now become career interests and you would just be spinning your wheel. And look, I don't recommend this for everyone. I don't want every kid to, to just, you know, (laughs) to not go to school. But you, it's like, it's like the high school football player who the NFL wants him or the college wants him early or whatever, however that works. You are, your foot is going in the career direction that you had hoped it would go on. And why not strike while the iron is hot? Exactly. Um, How do kids in your high school feel about you having this success? Are they, are, are they jealous are they supportive? I would imagine that's quite a road to try to navigate. Honestly, I don't know. I don't really talk to many people from my high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my friends graduated and okay. my closest friend, she goes to college in Poughkeepsie. So honestly, I don't know. But my closest friend who I went to high school with, she, uh, it honestly made no difference in our friendship, I was right, just, which I, which I love. And the reason she's my closest friend, because I know if I'm some huge success or if I never do shit, she will treat me the exact same. All right. Good. to That's that's the true friend. A hundred percent. All right. Let me ask you this. How important is social media for a young artist starting out in music? It is the most important thing, second only to the music and yep. the image. But... uh the most important thing that is how you promote it is free marketing. It is what, uh, it is the hardest part of my job, but it is also the most, not the most rewarding, but it is the part that I need to be doing the most of. So are you most active on TikTok? Is that your number one? I try to post every day, if not twice a day on TikTok, but, uh, yeah, I would say so. And are the fans, is it a mix of uh, boys and girls I, or men and women, whatever you want to say, or, or is it more girls right now? I, I would think it might be more girls because you're a cute. Kid. More girls. It's more women. I'd say uh, to be quite honest, I think my following is 89% women. Uh, no complaints here, but no, you're fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, no complaints here. So what's the, what's the process now? Uh, will you go out and do any shows or do you have to have more songs released before you can go 
I mean, you can you can play in L.A. whenever you want, I, I guess. Uh, I believe we're starting to do shows in January, but I've been doing open mics, like stuff like that, just so I can get myself more comfortable on stage mm-hmm. you now because I haven't. Uh, I got my start playing at blues bars and I haven't really played on stage since I used to play at blues bars. So it's been a minute. That's the thing I wanted to ask, too. The last time we talked, your influences were T-Rex and and blues. Uh, but I don't hear either of those influences on the two songs you played. Well, so- it's funny because my biggest influence, I think, will always be blues. I still got that. Like that big bluesy feel in me, you know? Like, I, I still have that. And uh, the main, the key to blues music is singing with emotion. That's what I believe blues music is about. It's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. And I think that is the biggest influence on my music is getting the emotion out there and turning, uh, I don't know, just giving emotion to the listener. I think that is my biggest goal. Uh, And that's a blues thing. And that's just, I'd say that's where the blues influences my music. But uh, 100% my influences, they've changed, but not really. Like Jim Morrison and T-Rex are still my two biggest. Okay. But that was, I really like that answer because what you're saying is the blues is in the emotion of your voice. And I like that. So that was, that was a great answer. Um, And the blues riff that you just played, it is kind of hard to get uh, 20 year olds into that. You know what I mean? In a, in a single, maybe someday you'll be able to, but uh, I understand. I don't make blues music, but I, I'll always like my main goal will always be the same goal of blues music was which is emotion uh the two songs we've heard today uh both have references of smoking weed is this a, is this a, a sam fisher thing are you <laughs> into the weed sam fisher everyone's had their own experiences everyone's had their own experiences uh I don't know a way to answer without incriminating myself. <laughs> Everyone's had their own, their experiences. Uh, everyone goes through their phase. That's the way I can put it. Everyone right. goes through a phase. All right. Good. Good. That's a, that's a diplomatic way to answer it. <laughs> um, earlier in the year, actually just recently, not earlier in the year, just recently, your older brother, Jake drops an album on it's Spotify. Phenomenal. Okay, that's good because I was wondering because Jake was more the sports kid and you were the artsy music kid, and now he's dipping his toe into your arena. And I was wondering how you felt about that. And also, could there be a collab coming up? I don't think there's going to be a collab, but (laughs) I appreciate that he makes music. He makes rap music. Yeah, makes entirely different genres. But it's it's interesting because we're so different personality wise and music wise. It is really interesting to watch each other grow. I like it. All right, good, good. That's nice because you know there could be there could be sibling rivalry, but it sounds like there isn't. <laughs> Not on my side. And did you know he was making this album, or was it just a surprise to the whole family? I I knew he was making it because he had dropped a few singles. I knew he was doing music and pursuing it. I'm not quite sure if he wants it to be his career. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's a little hobby, a little side project for him. And I think that's wonderful. Man, if both of you started to uh, make music professionally, you guys would be like uh, Billie Eilish and Phineas together. 
<laughs> you think? I don't know. <laughs> um, what's um, now? This is a this is kind of a subdued look for you. You just got a sweatshirt on and and a, a beanie. Not a beanie. What do you call it? Ski cap. Whatever. Um, you're not as glammed up to is, is, do you glam up on a daily basis or when you're around the house, you kind of, uh, sometimes, I mean, I got the eyeliner on I All right, always, a little bit, uh, but I, I don't know. It depends on the feeling. I, I make all my clothes. Actually. I make all my pants. I, uh, if I'm not making music, I'm making clothes. I sew like a maniac, but I am wearing pants. I've made it's part of the glam. And, I'd say. And the pants you make are. You you couldn't ride a bike with those pants on because the bell bottoms are extreme to say the least. I make I make bell bottoms and wide leg pants. Do you remember Jinkos from the nineties? Um, I don't know if I do, but I'll look it up. I I make stuff like that, wide leg pants. All right, stuff that make you look dumb. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to your parents, Josh and Jen. How difficult would this be? If you didn't have parents who supported your vision, it wouldn't be possible. I was so beyond lucky with the parents I got. Uh, They support my vision. They support me. They let me leave my high school to pursue my career. Like I was so beyond lucky with the parents I got, you know. And was it uh, was it a hard discussion when you brought that up or would you like, did you think about it for weeks and months or did you just were you just able to go right in there and say, look, here's what I'm thinking. Honestly, like it just, it just happened. Uh, it like it, they were more on board. Like it was, it was them. It just kind of happened. That's cool. And again, um, that's the kind of parents, all parents should be. hundred percent. They're so supportive. And you know, someday if you're a parent, that's how you'll be. And it'll all trickle down. So good, good on them. Um, are there people that you want to work with? Like if you had a golden ticket and you could just work with someone, a producer or, you know, another, uh, another artist, or or maybe you're not even into that yet. You want to make a name for yourself first. It's it's interesting. I've worked with my dream producers, John Feldman and Colin Britton. Uh, but if I could work with any, any writer in the room, it would be Maddie Healy of the 1975. I think Matt Healy writes the most beautiful melodies out there. And if I could work with literally anybody, it'd be him. Now, how does Gary make this happen? Does, does Gary, your manager, is is he able to try to reach out to these other artists and get things? I going? don't know. I don't know. Matt Healy's pretty big. I don't think I could work with him yet, but. But sometime. It's a dream. It's a dream. Yeah. Like he's up here and you're here, but eventually maybe you meet right here and then so. it happens. I hope so. What other artists that are new can you turn me on to right now? Tell me a tell me your top three or four favorite newer artists right now. Let me let me look. Uh, Peter McPoland's a great one. He's phenomenal. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. I like this artist named Games We Play. He's not he's not like massive massive, but he's not small. Uh, I just discovered this new artist named Sills, just C-I-L, all capitals. Okay. And she has a beautiful voice, and that's someone I've been listening to. I think I might have heard Sill. I think maybe one of my kids was playing her, so I yeah. will check into it because I think- He just released a song called One More Shot. I think it's wonderful. 
All right. I'll give that. I will give that one shot. Um, (laughs) Trying to think what else I want to ask you about. I mean, is it hard to think past today, like what your career is going to be? Or do you have like a vision board that you're, you're looking ahead to what you want to do next and what hopefully will happen? Uh, I just, I just want to make it. I, I want to be able to not walk into a Trader Joe's, but I'm not really focused on that. I'm more focused on what's going on right now and what I can do to better my career, better myself and better my music. So you mean you, you don't want to be able to walk into a Trader Joe's because people will fly, uh, will just be all over you. That's the dream. Okay. Now be careful about that dream. <laughs> that might be, you do want to go places, Sam. Maybe not Trader Joe's. <laughs> All right. Let me think what else. Um, so a new single in a couple weeks. It's going to be the song that you played. It will. All right. And uh, I love the artwork on the single for This Is The End. Who's doing that? Who's? Do you have final say on how your image is used and what they're doing? I do have final say. I picked that album, uh, the cover I picked. The font, like I picked everything for that. All right, good. Is that in your contract with Atlantic that you get? (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. To do, have final say. I believe I have most creative control. All right. I got Uh, very lucky with the deal I got. I got quite a good deal. Both of these songs written by you solo, or is there a co-writer on either of these two songs? Uh, the second one, Sick of This, there's a co-writer, but I would say more of an editor. Okay. Uh, I I do co-writes, but I tend to write 90% of it. But the co-writer we had in the room, his name's Nate Cypher. I love him. He's my all-time favorite. He is an angel. When you, uh, when you fly out to New York, and why don't they sign you in Los Angeles? Is there no Atlantic Records? Uh, offices in Los Angeles? They're based in New York. Okay. So they fly you out there. They Does a parent go with you because you're 17? Uh, my manager went with me. Your manager went with you. Every time they've flown me somewhere, it's just been me and the manager. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's, I mean, look, this, this, that's like a dream. Oh, it's amazing. You and your manager getting on a plane and flying to New York to discuss Atlantic Records and then signing with Atlantic Records. It was wonderful. He now, before you sign, do you call mom and dad and say, "Hey, look what this is what's happening." Do you say, "What should I do?" It, it was yeah. a process going okay. back and forth with lawyers and stuff like that. It was a big process. That's the business part of the record business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, how fun is it to watch your numbers on TikTok just slowly or maybe quickly? just go up. Is that a rush? Uh, I would say so. It's definitely nice to see things go up. It makes me feel like I'm going in the right direction, you know? And how do you deal? I, 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 I never read any comments on any of your posts. Are there any haters out there? How do you I, deal with that? Occasionally, but I love getting hate. 
I think it's so funny. Like it, it's the one, it doesn't get to me. It doesn't make me feel shitty. Like I love getting hate. Cause some of it's like good. Some of it, like people, people are good at it. And it's so funny. I, I love getting it. I like screenshot them and send them to my friends, stuff like that. Now, see, I, I'm right there with you because whenever I get a bad review on the podcast, I like to read it on the show and just kind of make fun of it or just, you know, whatever. Cause it's that person, that person spent their time hating you. That's what they're about. And I don't want to, I don't want to give them extra, you know, what do I want to say? Validity. But it's funny to me because nor- usually when I read it, it's like, well, these, these people aren't listening to the show at all. This isn't what the show is. But um, for a young person who maybe your thin, your skin isn't thick yet, I was wondering how that might play on you emotionally. But it sounds like you're handling it the right way. I love it. It's, I just, I think it's hilarious. It just, it makes me happy sometimes. Eventually they might give you ideas for uh, a hit song and um, then you yeah. can rub that in their face. Hundred percent. Uh before we go, Sam, this was fantastic. Thank uh you. let's uh here's where you can find Baby Fisher, TikTok at Baby Fisher, Instagram at Baby Fisher Hates You. Those are your two main places. Do you have a website yet? I should have a website. Let me know the web address. I will pull it up right now. I should have been more prepared. I should have had that ready. Uh it is just babyfisherofficial.com. Babyfisherofficial.com. Head over there. You can see what Sam looks like. You can see his cute face. And uh, that's not creepy. And uh, you can- Video, you can get links to my Instagram and my TikTok. You can get links to the music, everything. That's right. And uh, I right now, I, I, this is a personal thing. You have uh, quite a few dogs at your house right now. Yeah, we've got 12 dogs in my house. We're fostering puppies. We have nine puppies and- one old dog and two one-year-olds. Incredible. And what kind of dogs are you fostering? They're half black lab, half pit bull. And those things just must be bringing joy 24-7. A lot of joy and a lot of poop, but it's fun. Who's who's handling the poop? Certainly not Baby Fisher, who has a record contract. He doesn't handle poop anymore. I, I clean it up quite a lot. All right, but, good. Stay true to your, oh yeah. you to your, keep to your family. Got to keep yourself grounded, but it's, it's my mom's project, mainly her. What made your mom take that on? Like she doesn't have enough to do. I have no clue. I came home, I was thrifting and I came home and she was like, there's a surprise. And I was like, tell me to get dogs. And then she was like, I got dogs. So. Oh my God. Unbelievable. I saw her post and I was like, oh my God. Right. So amazing. All right, Sam. To take us out, do you have a third song you could play? Or aren't you prepared? I don't want to put you oh, on the spot. absolutely. I'll play your third song. All right. What's this one called? This one's called Madonna. Is this about Madonna? Kind of. It's about it's about the real Madonna that, that I grew up with. It's got, it's got a little Madonna energy to it. All right. Let's hear it. Song I wrote a little bit ago. It's one of my all-time favorites. It's a rock song, but uh, I play acoustically. Okay. Forget all your friends. You know that I wanted to. And I mean no disrespect. But they don't care like I do. And I love all your moods. 
way that they make you swing You got a bad attitude With everyone besides me I said forget all your friends Let's do it over again In that dress you look like Madonna If she smoked and listened to Nirvana Good, bad sex, too much marijuana We'll die young to get rid of the problems So can't we go out? I'll pick you up in my car Do you wanna put the sheets down? Tattoo your name on my arm Won't you take off that dress? And I'll take off my suit My hair's become a mess And yours has Look at you And if you fall see us oh we probably look away oh we probably look away cause in that dress you look like madonna if she smoked and listened to nirvana good bad sex too much marijuana die young to get rid of the problems die young to get rid of the problems You look like Madonna If she smoked and listened to Nirvana Good, bad sex, too much marijuana Let's die It's a rock song, so it's pretty difficult to transcribe it acoustically, but it sounded great. It sounded great. I love I love acoustic guitar and I love when you can strip something down, but I yeah. can't wait to hear when you record that rock and roll style. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I've got the recorded and the finished versions, but uh, right now I guess it's just acoustic, but it's fun, isn't it? It is real fun. And Sam, I appreciate you being here. Absolutely. You know I want all the success for you, and you can't forget me, and you can't forget Rock Solid, because I'll call your parents, and I'll make them uh, <laughs> have you turn the Zoom on. So uh, with that, everybody, go to TikTok at Baby Fisher, Instagram at Baby Fisher HU, and the website again? BabyFisherOfficial.com. BabyFisherOfficial.com. Uh, our playout song for today is I will play This is the End in its entirety. And everyone look for whatever's going to happen with Baby Fisher in 2023. We wish you all good things, Sam. So Thank take you very care. Much. I appreciate okay. taking the time to do this. I appreciate you doing it too. And Happy New Year.
Have a good one. You too. And this is the end. No one lives past 23. And soon the childhood bedroom where you slept will be the bedroom where you smoke and weed. In your favorite store Turns to a coffee shop when you're 16 And all the toys that you buy Haven't been touched Since before you were a Shirts you cropped The ones you haven't worn in weeks You'll keep saying I'm not drunk But we both know You're anything but clean And it's not my fault Got you hooked for you at 13 You started out on cigarettes Are you sleeping over on LSD? Right, so that's where we whoa he left. <laughs> that's okay. Kids. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're gonna pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.